Hi, this is Leva Bates, and you're listening to the Oversell Podcast. Da 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 da. You better enjoy it or else. It is episode 22, and we are doing our fantasy stable draft tonight, also previewing Night of Champions. Stick around. This is the Oversell Podcast. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Oversell Podcast. My name is Derek. I'm Dan. I am Mike. And joining us tonight is a friend of mine that I've met through Twitter. We share a love of a football team that constantly breaks our hearts, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Um, Really cool guy. We uh, bonded over wrestling and football. George, welcome to the Oversell Podcast. We got producer George on this week. I can Finally, I make my debut. Finally, you make your debut. <laughs> <laughs> well, we do thank you for coming on, man. Um, you know, George does. Uh, he reaches out to a lot of indie wrestlers and helps us out. And really, it's really cool. Like, these people come right to him like, yeah, man, love to come on. And, you know, he sends the email to me, and we get everything set up. Um, later in October, we're going to be talking to a female wrestler by the name of Sassy Steffi. And Ooh. That should be a great interview. Uh, I think he's talked. He's uh, opened up some lines of communication with Barbie Hayden. So we're going to work on trying to get her on the show. Newest member of the Empire. Yeah. But before we get there, George joined me for a fun night at Marvel Elite Wrestling out there at 4050 North Watkins. We had so much fun. MEW is such a great family-oriented show. It's not too violent. It's all pro wrestling. It's it's all great wrestling. Um, they got their big show October third coming up, Elite Survival. Uh, the card is going to be amazing. Now, what is there a like a gimmick match or something that's supposed to go on for Elite Survival? I mean, I see, I see them plugging. Is it, or is that just the name of the event? That's just the name of the event. Okay. Um, the he- I know the main event is going to be Chris Lex, Derek King, and Alan Steele going out for the uh, Supreme. Heavyweight Championship of Marvel Elite Wrestling. Supreme. Diamond Inc. is going to be taking on Full Deck, and Full Deck is becoming one of my favorite tag teams to watch. They are so cool. I don't know what it is, but those guys, like, they're they're crazy. Full Deck is awesome. Yeah, Full (laughs) Deck. So the night opened up, and, okay, so me and George were sitting there at a table out there at MEW, and I notice... um, there's a guy that comes in with a luchador mask. Mm-hmm. I think I saw a video of this earlier, but and yeah. What's, so uh, this guy comes in with a luchador ahead. mask, and I'm telling George, <laughs> like, dude, that's so cool. Dude's in a luchador mask, and um, he had a sign up. He was holding it, and Chris Lex comes out, and part of his – that this actually – oh, I, I screwed up because that wasn't even the opening match. Duke Warfield lost to Nemesis from uh, the old heel second rope, feet on the second rope uh-huh. pin. And it was a good match. Uh, Duke Warfield, kind of this new hot rookie they're bringing in, mm-hmm. looked all right. You know, he's, he needs to get more familiar with the crowd. The crowd needs to get more familiar with him. So the second match was supposed to be a tag match. Chris Lex comes out. Uh, actually, they're taking on. They did this thing where all the matches were drawn at random before the show, so or during the show, so they didn't know who was going to face who. 
and um, this tag team comes out. I, I really didn't catch your names. I know one guy had like the St. Louis emblem on his shorts, and there's another gentleman. I, I, I did not catch any of their names. <clears throat> so Chris Lex comes out. Music hits, and when Chris Lex's music hits, that crowd loses it. Yeah, he I is, noticed that. <laughs> he is so over yeah. at MEW, and he is a great guy. Um, anytime he all, he passed two shows, he's come up to me and George after a show. He says, guys, thank you for coming. Shook our hands. Tattoo always seems to come up to us, says thank you for coming out. Mm-hmm. So he comes out, and part of his thing is he uh, points at a guy in the crowd. You come over the ropes, and you do a jump and a high five with him. Oh, okay. Gets the crowd involved. You know, that's one of the reasons why he's so over. He's just such a cool guy. Well, he gets to Luchador Mask, and he goes for the jump and high five, and the guy in the Luchador Mask cleans his clock. And we're all like, what is going on? What was he doing <laughs> with the clock in the ring? You're not funny. <laughs> Boogeyman. Anyway. <laughs> so they uh, bring him in the ring, and this guy in the Luchador Mask puts, puts him on his shoulders and does a spinning side or sidewalk slam. Ah, takes off the mask, <laughs> and there he is, all that Alan Steele. Yep. I had made eye contact with that guy in the luchador mask several times during that first match because I thought it's so cool. There's a dude, I texted my buddy, Josh McClain at KO Radio, because like, at first I thought it was him. I'm like, dude, there's a guy in a luchador mask here, and he's a fan, and man, and I know every time I pro- we probably made eye contact, Alan was having a laugh. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> it was That's one of the best heel attacks I think I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. So he was supposed to be in a tag match with Damone Salavino. Yeah. Taking on that random jobber tag team. Um, so it ends up being Damone Salavino versus, in a handicap match, taking on these two guys. Yeah. And near the end of the match, Lex comes out and makes a return and helps Damone win. They celebrated. The fans went crazy when Chris yeah. came back and out. Damone's actually I, – I helped start train Damone. Cool. So I, I know Damone. He's pretty cool. Yeah, he seems he seems like a good guy. Um, Did he bring his demon wings out with him? He didn't bring the demon wings oh, out. Oh, that sucks. Um, and George got a video of me. And I'll let George kind of describe what happened in this video when, he, when, it, when it was revealed that Alan Steele was behind the mask. George? Yeah. You would have thought he was a little kid on Christmas. It was a great angle, and it was a great way to further the um, story between Chris Lex Alan, and Alan Steele. Um, the next up, we had this guy named Prince Moses take on, I want to say his name is Espinosa. Brandon Espinosa. Brandon Espinosa. Yes. This dude... There's a super fan. I'm going to call him a super fan at MEW. And this guy gets involved with his mouth in every one of the matches, and it's so great when Espinosa and this dude, you you really thought they hated each other. Yeah. I mean, he's a great heel. Oh, yeah. Um, People were screaming at him, and finally it's like some people started chanting, you have no talent or something like that. And he stopped the match, got on the mic, and cut a quick heel promo, Mm -hmm. just further inciting the crowd. Oh, yeah. And um, have you ever worked with him? Yes. Uh, I've uh, announced uh, plenty of matches with him in them. Uh, I can't think of a time when me and him faced one another. Okay. Um, I don't think we've ever faced one another, no. But I've worked in in plenty of locker rooms with him, and I've worked in plenty of uh, – I've I've announced plenty of events uh, 
that he was involved in as well. Mm-hmm. And he would he would come and joke with me in the ring while we were waiting for somebody else to come out. It was kind of funny. Cool. <laughs> well, we'll see. have to see if we can ever get him on the show. Yeah. So next up was the main event. On all these matches, they have they're not. It's not like WWE where they have these five minute throwaway matches. These are no, all no, 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 no. 15, 20, 30 yes. minute matches. The main event, and like I said, the matches were randomly drawn, and um, the main event ended up being Ace, Big Ace from Full Deck, and Reno Diamond versus Joker from Full Deck and Tattoo. Uh huh. <laughs> So the the tag teams were all messed up. Yes, they were all mixed up, and it was it was it was an exciting match because, um, you know, eventually, uh, Full Deck got tagged in, got tricked to being both ta- both of them tagged into the match, and they tried to go for the pit quick pin. So Diamond Inc comes in there and pulls the other guy off of them. Um, whenever someone was in a corner, there was always that wayward shot you had to look for where, you know, the guy ducked. I think Full Deck was still in the ring. And Big Ace backed Joker into a post, mm-hmm. and he said, I'm throwing a punch. And he threw a punch and hit Diamond, you know, because Joker got out of the way because he knew it was coming. Yeah. And it, it was really exciting. Fin- eventually, it all broke down, and they're going to be in a triple threat match. It's a big, uh, big full deck taking on uh, with Officer Rage Jones. <laughs> Officer Rage. Um, and they're going to be taking on Diamond Inc., and the one of the uh, announcer guys for MEWCA. Mm-hmm. Do you, have you met him? I don't think I have. I think he used to wrestle a little bit. I could be wrong. Please don't hurt me, CA, because you look like you can. But, uh, yeah, man, exciting card at MEW. Uh, I think it was a great setup for Elite Survival. Um, George, any more thoughts on MEW? It was a, a great lead-in card, but I think the only, only criticism I can offer for it is you had those anonymous jobbers. Right. And the crowd was saying, who are you? And he didn't know <laughs> who these guys were. We're supposed to and look at you like you're the baby face. I think that now that should have done a better job of telling us who they were. And plus, the audio. For some reason, during the matches, we couldn't hear the commentators. Yeah, that's true. Now they aren't they aren't doing commentary over the PA, are they? They they weren't. They're trying to. They're trying to do commentary over the PA. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, then I don't want to go to that show. (laughs) (laughs) The week before it wasn't that bad. Um, Well, here's here's my deal. You've got say you've got like a screw job finish going on in the ring. And say, this is just completely hypothetical. Say you've got Chris Lex and you got Alan Steele, right? Right. Say Alan Steele hits Chris Lex with a foreign object. And those announcers are sitting ringside, and they just saw it happen. <laughs> okay? Now, what are those announcers supposed to say? Well, <laughs> oh, it looks like he hit him with a foreign object. The, the ref is still refing the match. The match is still going on. Right, the announcers well, are out there going, "Hey, ref, you hit him with a foreign object." Dan, you forget so, referees in professional wrestling are booked to be the dumbest guys in the room. Uh, yeah, blind, <laughs> blind, uh, blind, deaf, and dumb. Blind, deaf, and dumb. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but 
that just that just adds to the stupidity of the situation, though. Yeah, you, it's, you want it's, me to suspend my disbelief by buying into Alan hit Chris, and he's going to beat Chris now. And I hate I hate Alan so much. I want to come back the next week, but now you've got an announcer saying, "Hey, Alan hit Chris with something." And the ref is supposed to be like sitting there going, "He didn't hear it. He didn't yeah. hear nothing." Well, maybe you know? he's just so busy in the ring and it's it's hard to hear. I don't. I know. was at a show one time, and Bill Dundee stopped the show dead in its tracks and told the announcers to get off the microphone. <laughs> <laughs> and I I laughed so hard because I was like, "Yes, shut that well, shit down." <laughs> only someone like only someone like Bill Dundee could pull that off. Oh anyway. uh, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> so and saying, get away with it. <laughs> So you're saying you started the yes chant? Uh, yeah, probably. <laughs> that, that night I did, yes. That night I did. Well, let's move on. Um, be sure, folks, to go check out and find them on Facebook, Memphis MEW. I am a major fan of Marvel Elite Wrestling. I think they're doing a hell of a job over there. The, the, all the workers are great. The, the faces are so over with the crowd because they interact with the crowd. They come out after. I love being told by these guys, hey, thank you for coming out. It just means so much more to me. It adds to the show. So check them out. I don't think they're doing another live show until Elite Survival. That is October 3rd at the MEW Arena down there, 4050 North Watkins Street. Let's move on, guys. Uh, Raw was in Memphis. Yay. Which was so fun. Anytime I get to go to Raw Live, I love it, man. I, I, I become a little kid. Especially when you get to sit ringside. Yeah. <laughs> thank you to who, f- thank you for the ringside seats. I'm not going to say any names on the air, but thank you. Know that it meant a lot. And me and George, we had a hell of a time. Uh, kind of want to go through, we aren't, we're yes, not going to go through the, you. what, say that again, George? I said, yes, thank you <laughs> very much. Well, I'm glad. I'm I'm really glad you got to come out and have a good time with us. Um, listen, we don't have to go over the whole show. We can kind of go over some of the high points, like the new day. Any, <laughs> the new day is so over. I love it. Uh, and the and trip, there's, there's so much better live when yeah. you're there and actually get to you know be a part of it. Basically, the trombone, the trombone plays, man. That oh is, yeah. I think are are people actually chanting "New Day rocks" now instead of "New Day sucks"? Yeah, most of them. Okay. George, I know George. I know for a fact George was chanting "New Day Rocks." I was chanting <laughs> "Rocks," and uh, I was chanting "New Day Rocks" the whole match. Nice. I was chanting it after the match, during like the Divas match. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's funny how like they they're turning these New Day chants like into other chants. Like they try to start a new chant this week, and I think it, it would have gone over if the match would have gone longer. Say, Zaro section. <laughs> Say. Cesaro, and when they said section, everyone would hold up their Cesaro section signs. Yeah, which I had mine. I had a Cesaro section sign. Nice, but uh, yeah, I got one too. No, you did. Yeah, yeah, good, good. But yeah, they they incorporated that in other matches. You know, when Cena came out, they were like, "Cena sucks, Cena sucks," <laughs> and they did it basically for anybody that they felt that they could get away with it. Yeah, and um, let's go ahead and skip a we'll skip ahead. Uh, I lost it when I think I was the only one in the Memphis that lost it when the I got to see the Ascension live <laughs> for like seventeen seconds. Yeah, that was so what? What was that? Okay, and I'll admit, I'll admit, I was not watching Raw with audio, <laughs> so I well, didn't understand we, exactly. So you didn't miss out. I didn't understand exactly what was going on there. It was like they came out, then Neville and like the Lucha, it was going to have Lucha a match, yeah. and it was like. 
they all fought one another for like five seconds and then it was then over. Yeah. yeah. So was that just kind of like, I guess, a feed for the Night of Champions match or yeah, something? Yeah, they're, they're going to be on the pre-show. Okay. Yeah. But still, I don't see why they had to do that, and they, they could have saved that for SmackDown. Yeah. Um, Paige they and Sasha. Go, go ahead. ahead. Go ahead, George. They did it for this. They, yeah, they did. Why they, the <laughs> they yeah. knew I was going to be. They did it just for you, yeah. T- Titus probably told him, "Hey, my man Derek's out there. Yeah, uh, is giving the ascension, even if it's only for five seconds, and they get thrown out of the ring by the Lucha Dragons." We, no, we're going to watch in a couple months. Go ahead. Go ahead, George. The funny part. The funny part is the people in our section are looking at Derek like he's crazy. <laughs> 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 Screaming at the top of his lungs, yes, yeah. It's like that awkward moment when your friend's at the back of the room and he's like, "Yes!" <laughs> and everybody just kind of turns and looks at him. He's like, "Oh!" Uh, Sasha went over Paige. I wanted to bring this match up because George is like extremely over on Sasha, <laughs> and he's—I would say there's feelings there. Yeah, there's. <laughs> I can't help. A little bit of emotional attachment there. Yeah, I think <laughs> I think they made eye contact, and that you know I think Sasha's trying to track down George. I think she favorited a tweet of you getting a yeah, video of her she entrance. Favorited my tweet. She knows I exist. <laughs> she knows I exist. Uh, eye contact. There you go. There you go. Uh, Kevin Owens, I thought he came out, um, had a good promo. Was there emotion? Yeah, I thought there was a lot of emotion because um, <laughs> what was the book deal? That well, that book, The Secret, it, Ryback attributes that to changing everything around for him. Mm-hmm. He read that book, and I I don't know what it's about. I know, but it's it's one of those because it's a secret. <laughs> Your jokes are not on tonight. <laughs> 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 what what were you saying, George? Uh, he was on a. Uh, Sam Roberts podcast recently, and he talked about the book. It's about positive thinking, thinking that you can accomplish this and that. And apparently, he was at a point in his career where he didn't think that he would ever get over with the crowd. So, once he got injured, he started reading the book, and he attributes that to his success. Do I buy it? No. He needs to think what he needs to think. Yeah, exactly. And uh, Kevin Owens, that's Kevin Owens just worked that into a promo. I thought it was a solid promo. I, I actually think he saved that whole segment. Right after that, um, I think the best match of the night was Charlotte Flair and Nikki. Surprisingly, I'm just going to say Nikki Bella was in the best match of the night. I did see that yeah. match. And the, the, the pop Charlotte got when we all thought she was walking out with that title, man. Memphis, it, it probably was one of the best pops I've ever heard. Mm-hmm. In Memphis, Memphis wrestling, or at the Forum, right? And and what and the booze they got for that finish, man. And and I get I get why they did it. It's it sets up Night of Champions to be even a bigger match when right. Charlotte actually wins the title, which she that's a prediction. But that. we'll, get it. we'll get it. We'll get it. We'll get to that. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get to that. Um, He's God, win that title. <laughs> after that, uh, Sting and. John Cena. It ended up being Sting and John Cena taking on Big Show and Seth Rollins, and um, I thought it was a good match. Yeah. I thought it closed the show out well. It was cool to see Sting wrestling in Memphis in the WWE. 
I never thought I'd actually see that. That was honestly the first time I'd ever actually seen Sting wrestle live. Wow, you never, I never went to I Nitro? never went to WCW shows. Ah. When the one time uh, they they came here at the Coliseum for Nitro, which tells you how long ago oh, yeah. that was. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, the one time they came here to the Coliseum for Nitro was the one and only time the NWO got their hands on Sting and beat the I, holy you shit. You know out what? Of him. I, w- I was there at that show too. I was there with my cousin. Yeah. I was there too. Oh, that's so awesome! I totally forgot about that moment. But um, after the show, this was a uh, this was the fun part. Um, after the show, cameras go off the air. Cena gets a mic, and he uh, lets us know that there was a um. He starts out talking about, you know, Memphis is a city of fighters. You know, we stand up against everything. You know, you know, brought up Lawler, which they could, they should. I wish Lawler could have come out and at least said hi to the crowd or something like that. But whatever. Right. Um, We, I mean, we've all seen Lawler a hundred million times in our lives, and it's not going to be the last time we ever see him. So, Um, but uh, you would think on a Memphis show they would at least put him on there, though. Well, they don't put Zack Ryder on shows in Long Island either, so. Yeah, but still, <laughs> he's not the king. Apparently, he was. Shows. I think he was in the dark match yeah. before Raw went on the air. Yeah, he was against Adam Rose on uh, for Superstars. And tell uh, what's Adam Rose's new gimmick? The party pooper. The party so pooper. he went from the ultimate partier to the Did party he keep pooper. British accent. Yeah, thank you. All right, <laughs> well, that's good. that's good. Um, so I'm the party pooper. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> John, so, so is it Debbie Downer going to be his manager? <laughs> That'd be a great. That would be awesome. Would anyway, be great. Um, so John Cena lets us know that there is a um, young girl in the crowd that had recently. It was announced that she had beaten cancer. And John Cena and Sting went down there. They gave her hugs. John Cena gave an armband. Sting gave her a glove. You know, and this makes me, you know, there's, we can see the videos on Facebook where you're absolutely embarrassed to be a Memphian, like this whole Delta Fair fight thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But then there's these moments like at this where while they're, the wrestlers are going down to see this young girl who beat cancer meet two guys that really didn't have to do this at all, you know, we're chanting, yes, yes, yes. And while they're giving her the the glove and the Cena armband, we start chanting, this, this is, is awesome. awesome. And I think that's the best this is awesome chant I have ever heard. It made me so proud of my city, so proud to be a wrestling fan. Mm-hmm. It, was just, it, it was just great. And uh, one uh, added thing I liked when I watched, uh, watched it back, Sting called the big show the giant. <laughs> when he gave him a glove, he said, I use this to knock out the giant. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> George, anything you want to add from Raw this week? Uh, more on the, the, that um, moment after the show. It was so emotional in the arena. You can you can see some parents who are crying. So you can't help but get sucked into that. That's, like you said, it makes you proud to be a Memphian because you see that we connect because of St. Jude. And we all have someone who's been in St. Jude or worked there. So to see that and see these big stars take the time out to make that child smile, it was it was special. Completely agree. 
did anybody notice during the uh, Miz TV segment that Miz screwed up? Yes, he called Night of Champions Hell in a Cell. Yeah. Really? <laughs> yeah. I almost screamed out, it's Hell in a Cell, or it's, I should have screamed out, it's Night, Night of Champions, Champions, you asshole. <laughs> I did I did scream, uh, what are those at Miz's shoes? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but that got over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The guy in front of me thought it was really funny and... <laughs> All right. And go, going back to think about it, the whole Ascension coming out thing, you think we're going to see them on Swerve next season? Like, that was, they got Swerve then. They thought they were coming out for a match, and they were like, nope, go back. I, I well, obviously, <laughs> I think you're, I think Swerve, you're never going to see another episode of. I think they're done. Yeah, probably. I think the wrestlers were complaining about it just a little too much because kept fucking with all their lives backstage. <laughs> <laughs> so, RIP Swerved. I don't think you're going to be around much longer. All right. Uh, well, guys, came up with a fun idea we're going to do tonight. Um, it's fantasy football season. Yeah. So neither of you guys play fantasy football. <laughs> I do. George, do you play fantasy football? I have too many things to name, so tell. <laughs> <laughs> well, I thought it would be fun that it, since it is fantasy football season, if we did a fan and Mike, we kind of did this a little bit last week. We just kind of picked. Well, we just randomly. Picked so them. I wanted but that to was like do. All time. We're going to do a fantasy draft for a stable tonight. Now the rules are: we can take. We're going to take three single wrestlers, a tag team, and a wild card. That wild card can be a diva, can be a manager, you know, anything you want it to be. One rule is: they have to be on the Monday night, or they have to be on the active roster. They're on Raw. They're main on SmackDown. Roster, main, no main roster. We're not yeah. t- NXT guys are not going to be a part of this draft. I have a hat with all our names in it. This is going to be our draft order. Ed, Ed, do we want to do it snake style, or does one the number one person have a draft that has the number one pick in each round? We'll just go number one each round. Okay, yeah. cool. All right, I'm picking out the first name. George, you're going to have the first pick. So let me do the rest of <laughs> It's like there's money involved or something. Yeah. Okay. Pick number two is going to go to Daniel. Nice. I called you Daniel. I don't think I've ever called you Daniel. (laughs) Probably. I know for a fact. I never have. Oh. Yeah. This one says nuts. (laughs) So I'm going to assume that's me. (laughs) Mike, you've got. You're pulling up the rear. All right. So we'll try to. I know there's a lot of wrestlers to pick from. So we'll try to make it quick. But George, you're officially on the clock with your first pick in our fantasy stable draft. It's going Seth Rollins. Seth Rollins, the world heavyweight champion, number one pick. Not a bad pick. It would be your pick, TJ. I'm going with Brock Lesnar. <laughs> Wait, no, I did the ba- I did the opposite. I did I did Lesnar. <laughs> you put the emph- I, I yeah. put the emphasis on Lesnar. <laughs> 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 wait, wait, wait. Brock Lesnar. There we go. <laughs> oh, man. So now I'm, it, I'm up, right? Yes, you are. <sighs> Damn, I'm going to get stuck with this guy on the first. I got to take the biggest guy in the company. Give me Cena. All right. <laughs> I took John Cena in a fantasy draft. <laughs> <laughs> you took John This is already Cena. awesome. Yeah. Well, you should be a bad. I I am George. I, I promise you, I am. All right. All right. I'm gonna go ahead and take a gamble here and take 
before anybody else does, I'm picking the Dudleys as my oh. tag team. Okay. I'm getting the tag team early. Hmm. So back to George. All right. Let's recap the first round. Uh, so Mike, or George led off with Seth Rollins. Mike, keep going. All right. Dan got Brock Lesnar. Or he did it, you know, a lot better than that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Derek took Cena, which I'm still shocked by. Yeah, me too. And I took the Dudleys because I'm greedy. All right, George, you're back on the clock. Well, since I'm taking the best, I might as well take the best tag team in the new day. All right. He's got the new day, which I guess Freebird rule counts in this situation, doesn't it? Yeah, might as well. I mean, we're making it up as we go, so why not? Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Hmm. That doesn't leave very many tag teams. You're on. <laughs> That's why I took the Dudleys quick. Yeah, you guys suck. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Uh, I'll do Lucha Dragons. I like oh, Lucha Dragons. Interesting. I'll interesting. Do Lucha Dragons interesting. For the tag Second team. round pick, Lucha Dragons. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. Man. Uh, main roster guy. Second round. I'm going to take Kevin Owens. <laughs> All right. My first two picks are <laughs> two guys that can't stand each other. That there should work go. out. You've already got fighting in your stable, and you only got two guys. <laughs> <laughs> this is already awesome. All right, I'm going to take uh... – no, I'm going to go Ambrose. That's a good oh, pick. Yeah. Ah. That's a good pick. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> And what we'll do afterwards, we'll kind of sort them out to who uh, who are, you know, we'll know who our tag team is, but who was our leader, yeah, and who's our kind of you know breakout star waiting to happen in the stable, and we'll go from that from there. Uh, recap the round real quick, just so we know where we're at. All right, George took New Day, Dan got the Lucha Dragons, Derek got Kevin Owens, and I took Ambrose. All right, George, you're back on the clock. Daniel Bryan. Daniel Bryan. Okay. He's on injured reserve. It'll work. Yeah. He's <laughs> I, he's going to be coming back sooner than, than later, I think. Yes, he is. All right. All right. Damn, I got to take a tag team this round. <laughs> yeah. Getting short on tag teams. <laughs> I mean, you've got your pick of all the rest of them. I mean. Yeah. <laughs> oh, crap. Um, Roman Reigns. Yeah, I, I'm surprised Roman Reigns lasted this long. Yeah. That was why I took so long on my last one. I didn't choose who I wanted. Tag teams. Uh... <laughs> Uh-oh. I'm going to take the Ascension. I yeah! knew it. I knew it. <laughs> 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 you know, I thought, I thought in okay. my head, I don't want those losers. <laughs> <laughs> okay. They're going to be yeah, great. <laughs> Say what, George? Why did you take them so early? No one else was going to pick them. <laughs> <laughs> they were going to do that later. Hey. That was, <laughs> even you took three rounds to pick them. <laughs> <laughs> Still got them, too. So, this, so Mike, your last pick? Yeah. Uh, for this round? I guess he's still considered active roster, but I'm going with Undertaker. Okay. So now let's see. We should. 
Yeah, it's three picks for everybody so far. So, <coughs> what did I say? We need three singles. Three singles. Like five, five picks total. Yeah. Okay, so we got two more rounds. Right. Okay, we'll go ahead and recap this last round. All right, George took Daniel Bryan. Dan took Roman Reigns. You took Ascension. And you have the weirdest stable so far. And I took Undertaker. George, your next pick. I think I know where the, the, this pick's going to go, but I want to th- hear him say it. I got all these these great wrestlers. I might as well give them a boss. You know what I mean? Sasha Banks, <laughs> let's, let's get this out of the way. <laughs> so Sasha Banks is the pick? Of course. Okay. That's what I thought. <laughs> I knew you were going to go there. You didn't let me down. Dan. All right. Uh, I would go with Sting. Okay. All right. it, okay. Go with Sting. Well, I'm upright. It is my pick. Yes, you are. Every stable needs a good manager. I'm going to take Paul Heyman. Okay. I should have got Paul Heyman by attrition. Yes! <laughs> That's yes! what I was thinking of it, yeah. I win. Brock Lesnar and Paul Heyman are a package deal, man. I don't know if I'm <laughs> gonna, I don't know if I can allow this. <laughs> no, nope, we said in the rules earlier. Okay. Ha! Well, Brock Lesnar and Paul Heyman had a falling out. Now, Brock Lesnar, <laughs> or I mean, Paul Heyman is now managing Kevin Owens okay. in, our, in this future. All right. You can go to the ring and cut a 30 minute promo, and I got the guy that can demolish every one of your guys in two minutes. Okay. So. <laughs> you're a, uh, or Mike, you're. Do what? So, is this like when Heyman was managing Cesaro while Brock was away, or what? Is that one of those type of things? Yeah. <laughs> All right, uh, for my pick, I'm going – I'm taking Bray Wyatt. Okay, that's – oh, man. Oh, I kind of hate that I let him get away. All right, uh, recap the last round. Uh, Banks by George. Got Sting from Dan. Derek, you took Heyman, and I took Bray Wyatt. Okay, George, you're on the pick with your or on the clock with your last pick. Now, let me get this straight. We're talking about the main roster active, meaning what's listed on WWE.com, right? It, they, it, <laughs> he's looking at the website. Yeah, he's looking at the website. <laughs> <laughs> he's looking at the website. <laughs> Son of a bitch. Um, <laughs> this is what we're going with, right? It, they yeah. have, they're 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 on. They have to have made their debut on the main roster. And they were just a, a bottled active roster. This is what we're going with. Yeah. The Rock. The Rock. All right. Okay. Yeah. yeah. The Rock. Yeah. It says he's on there. Fifth round pick, The Rock. <laughs> wow. <laughs> All right. Uh, Dan, your last pick. Uh, Got to have a girl in there somewhere. Got to have a girl in there to go out there and. Assist the boys in case she in case they need any help. Uh, I'm gonna put Tamina in there. <laughs> wow! <laughs> I did not even expect Tamina to get drafted. I'm gonna put wow. Tamina in there. Tamina, if you're listening, you made the inaugural <laughs> Oversell Podcast Fantasy Stable Draft. Congratulations! Yeah. Your trophy's in the mail. <laughs> All right, my last pick. I'm gonna go. With a guy that I like, I think the WWE has dropped the ball with severely. Um, 
And you guys are going to laugh at me for this pick, and I really don't care. Jack Swagger. Hmm. What? <laughs> George said, what? <laughs> I like Jack Swagger, man. I'm, I've always been a Swagger fan. I think he can go in the ring. I even, I liked his promos when he was cutting them as um, the All-American American. Mike, finish us off here. I have, I have a stunned look on my face right now. <laughs> <laughs> Weed the people. <laughs> Damn right. I forget he existed. I think most of everybody has at this point. <laughs> I think he wrestled Monday in, in a dark match. Yeah, he was in a dark match. Yeah. I don't remember who he wrestled, but because I never paid attention to his matches. But Yeah. Well, oh, well. Yeah. All right, I'm finishing out with Paige. Okay. I, I agree we needed a a diva in there. See, Paul Heyman could be my distraction guy. Yeah, but Paige can kick Heyman's ass if we ever had a match. So. No, that's fine. <laughs> no, that, that works out booking-wise. Okay, so we've got our rosters, each guy. So now what I want from you is who who's going to be each of your leaders, and what else do we say, Your up, kind of your up-and-coming guy? And I guess the other one would be, like, your muscle, right? Yeah, okay. So, on mine, my look, I, yeah, my yeah. lead guy would obviously be John Cena. <clears throat> my up-and-coming guy, I think I'd have that be Jack Swagger. Makes sense. And then my muscle would be Owens. Makes sense. George, why don't you go ahead and give us yours? Hmm. Okay, my leader. Obviously, I have to be the rock. He doesn't take second throw. Up and coming. I go with Okay. Who's bigger than him? That's true, yeah. You're up, Dan? Me? Okay. Of course, I'm going to have my muscle be Brock Lesnar. I really thought you were going to Lucha Dragon. You just, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you just stand in the back and look powerful there, Brock. Um, a leader, uh, going to have Sting. Ooh. And cool. uh, up and comer would be Roman Reigns. All right. My leader, Bray Wyatt. Wow. That's, that's a good pick. That's interesting. Up and comer, Ambrose, and Muscle Undertaker. Wow. So, the like, the Undertaker, would he be a. Like, with them all the time, or would he only come out at certain times? He's the Undertaker. He just shows up. Is he just kind of summoned? I think with Bray Wyatt leading, I think everybody's just kind of summoned when he needs them. Yeah. Okay. Well, that was our first ever fantasy stable draft. I like that, guys. We have to come back and do this again. Like, the reason I said we couldn't use NXT, folks, is these could change when NXT guys get called up. We can revisit it. Because they're always going to be bringing in new superstars. Oh yeah. So let's take a break. Stick. No, around. I, th- I think at sometime like soon we need to do this again, but do like an like an all time. You know, an all time. You know, yeah. We you know kind of announce <sighs> it now. You know what? And then look into I've got, it. And and you know what? We'll ha- what we'll have to do is figure out a way to do it with other podcasts, other wrestling podcasts. Yeah. And I'll I'll work on that. Yeah. Cause I think because I think like we could take on I don't know we could do it as a group. Against other wrestling podcasts or everyone for themselves. I don't know. I'll work on that. Mm -hmm. I like that idea. It's a great idea. Let's take a quick break. Stick around. We will be right back. This is the Overkill Podcast.
Welcome back to the Oversell Podcast. Be sure you're following us on Twitter. We are at Oversell Podcast. I am at Shropnuts, S-C-H-R-O-E-P-N-U-T-S. I am at One Dangerous Dan. At WolfMike23. George? And I am at Crumpbub41. I love that Twitter handle. I love that Twitter <laughs> handle. Um, be sure you head over to OversellPodcast.com and check out the Amazon link right underneath the main player. Uh, if you click that, you buy something, we get a small commission. There's no extra fees or hidden fees. You're just helping out our podcast. Um, you're going to shop on Amazon anyway, right, guys? Oh, yeah. I mean. I'm sure they do. I mean, I'm going to do it through OversellPodcast.com. <laughs> I be- bought stuff for, through that. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and it's just a great way to help out this podcast, doing something you're going to do anyway. Just head over to OversellPodcast.com, click the Amazon link, and you'll have the full Amazon website at your disposal. All right, guys, Night of Champions this week. Mm-hmm. You know, it's typically it's an all right show. Yeah. You know, hopefully it's not going to be another Sunday Night Raw. Um, we're it's gonna one get of the smaller in the pay-per-views. Well, in the past, there has been title changes. Right. And pretty big ones. But, the, you know, too, also, there's been... There's been hits and misses with Night of Champions pay-per-views. It really has been. So, I mean, you've had major title changes. You've had minor title changes. You've had, you know, different ones. And a lot of times they stay the same more often than not. But, you know. And every title is on the line at mm-hmm. this pay-per-view, supposedly. Yes, everyone. Um, we finally get a, you know, even though we had one this past Monday, we get a Divas title defense which is crazy yeah. these days yeah. and how often does happen but let's start off with the pre-show mike who we got on the pre-show neville in the lucha dragons versus cosmic wasteland cosmic Wasteland's gonna win book it <laughs> <laughs> uh well we know how Derek feels <laughs> this, see this is just this is how it starts with the ascension and cosmic i like cosmic wasteland i think i think it all works together real well it's interesting Yes. Um, it's oh, a, wait, we can't say interesting. I'm sorry. Yeah, that's a band That's one. a band word. Did you listen to last week's episode? Mm-mm. We did a list of eight of the most in ridiculous band words, the WWE. Yeah. Interesting is one of them. Really? Yeah. Go back and listen to last week's episode. Okay. Guys, <laughs> uh, give, let me get your predictions for this pre-show. I match. wasn't on it, so I don't got to listen you to were, it. Well, you are on part of it. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, but guys, give me your prediction for this match. Go ahead, Dan. Um, I think Cosmic Wasteland. I, I'll go with that. You know, they need to try to do something to get those guys off the ground, and I think this is their ticket. I, and I think putting them together with Cody Rhodes is going to help get them over a little bit more. Yeah, they need to accept that weirdness, that weird factor, right. and that crazy. Which factor. is something yeah. you know that was something they had in NXT. Is something different. Yeah, so they were they. It was kind of supernatural. You know what they were doing, just beating the hell out of people. Uh, George, what's your prediction for the match? It has to be Cosmic Wasteland. They brought this table together, but you got to give them momentum. You can't have them jobbing the team like you did with the Dudleys after they uh, they formed the group. So give them a platform like this to springboard them into maybe a nice push. Mike? Cosmic Wasteland. Good deal. Yes. Welcome to my side. <laughs> Welcome. Well, see, like before, though, you know, they were cutting these shitty promos. Well, that, 
you know. That was Kevin Dunn's fault. I'm no, saying it now. it's not Kevin Dunn's <laughs> it's fault. It's Kevin Dunn's It's the fault. writer's fault. It's well, Kevin Dunn doesn't control everything in WWE. Well, you don't think. He controls what he wants to control. That, that's true. That's true. Mike, what's the next match? Tag Team Championship match. New Day versus the Dudley Boys. George, I want you to lead off. Who do, give us your thoughts on the setup to this match, and then give us your prediction. I like the setup to the match because the Dudley Boys, they automatically bring uh, excitement. But my only worry is if you give the title to the Dudley, does that make New Day look credible? So for me, I have to go with New Day because if they don't win, then we're back to square one where we're pushing all the stars and not creating new ones. Um, I like uh, some of the um, social media things that uh, the New Day will do. I think George told me about they had a peti- petition to save the tables. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, That's one of the things they're doing. Um, I liked when they they came out and they were protesting and they had the signs and everything and Big E said booty. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you, those guys are riding the social media storm, man. They are, they're doing everything right. Like, I saw a video of um uh it was like they were just sitting there dancing and then team bad came up behind them and bumped them with a thing and said the word booty and all of them were just booty dancing for Did you see the picture where New Day dressed up as team bad? Yeah, that was <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> that was hilarious. <laughs> I'm telling you they need to become a super stable. Team bad and New Day just need to join forces. That would be hilarious. It would it would equal some good television. I guarantee you that. Yes. Uh, I'm going to actually say I think the Dudleys are going to come in, and I don't think the New Day would get hurt in losing the titles to a team that's as credible as the Dudleys. Right. Um, I think instantly those tag teams will be elevated to where the WWE would want them, and it helps build the tag team division a little more. Mm-hmm. And it's the I mean it's the Dudley Boys. I think I think with the Dudleys winning the title at Night of Champions it would it would probably unlock a a vicious side of New Day mm, you know mm-hmm. and it would open up the bar it would it would le- it would raise that bar for them to elevate the characters yes you know and to 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 get that extra added viciousness viciousness out of them cuz they're still heels yeah. They're still heels. They need to have a heel side to them, you know, and they can still laugh and joke and cut up and do all their, you know, well, funny gags and everything even when, they were still doing that stuff even when they didn't have the titles. Right. So I mean, it was it was good TV, it's entertainment. Those guys are not going away. And a, and a loss to the Dudley Boys will not hurt them. I don't think so either. But it like you said, it will elevate them. What are they going to do to get the titles back? Yeah. Yeah. You know. Biggie so. is a monster. Biggie is a monster. Would be, I mean, he. I, I love where B, where Biggie is right now, but he seems like it would be cool if they could b- kind of book him into one of those situations. Like when he has to become serious, he's a man you don't want to deal with. Well, he what he has been serious up until the point where he, you know, became part of New Day. Yeah, right. yeah. So we we got a taste of that when he was Dolph Ziggler's bodyguard or muscle or whatever he was when when him and AJ Lee were palling around. Right. So hey, um. Dan, I don't know if I told you this. George actually got to meet Xavier Woods and Big E. Oh, really? Yeah. Why don't you tell them the story? Why don't you tell everyone the story, George? 
Oh, wow. Um, I was at the gym Monday. Oh. I was there, and I was playing this big guy. I was like, wow, that dude's legs are like the size of a turkey. <laughs> and, and I'm like, man, who is that guy? And then he walked by. I was like, oh, wow. That's Big E. So I'm, George, you still there? Oh, we lost a call. We lost George. We lost George. Uh, he'll call back in in just a sec. Uh, basically, he got to meet and take a picture. He sent me the selfies he got with um He met him Biggie, in the gym, yeah. yeah. And Xavier Woods. Oh, there he's back. Hey, man, we lost you there. Are you there? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, so we'll you, you met him in the gym and everything, and wow. Yeah. I, was, I was waiting for him to get down working out. And so when he was going to the locker room, I was like, okay, I'm going to want to go talk to him in there. But then I look over, and there's Xavier Woods standing in front of a mirror lifting weights. And I'm like, okay, I'll wait for him to go in, too, and then I can get both of them. Mm-hmm. So I go into the locker room. Yeah, kind of creepy to go in the locker room. <laughs> and, All the two big guys that just got done working out. I mean, yeah, I kind of broke the, the, the gym code. <laughs> but, <laughs> Which gym was it, George? Uh, ATC Fitness in Millington. In Millington? Okay. Yeah. So I'm like, yeah, we said he was the big and they're like, yeah, we are. I'm like, dude, I'm a big fan. And they're like, like, oh, cool, cool, cool. I'm like, baby, I, I watch the YouTube channel every week. You're, you're the best. I'm totally acting like geek at this moment. And now I'm like, now let me get a picture. So they, they gave me a picture. They were talking to me about the show. Uh, he was asking me about going. I was like, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah, it was awesome. They were really cool. But I say, I say this. I did not know Xavier Woods was that small. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it really – it's – it's it's uh. When I the chances that I've had to go around backstage, it shocks me how smaller the guys are than me, you know. And uh, freaking Nichols, you know, who I train with, uh, he was always he was always like you know shaking his head at me. He was like, "Dude, you show you sell yourself so short, you know." It's like you think you're not up to par with all these guys and everything. He was like, "Look around, you're looking down on them right now." Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, "Damn, you're right. I'm six <laughs> two. Shit." <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it's it, I mean like walking around backstage, I'm like looking down on Dolph Ziggler, you know, and he's just you know he's got this great physique and everything, but I'm big as he is, you right. know, and taller, you know. So I'm like, hey, I got a chance at this. <laughs> <laughs> Dan, did you make your prediction on the tag team match, tag team championship match? Uh, yes, I I picked uh, Dudley's. Mike, I'm I'm not sure about this one because I'm thinking ahead. I'm thinking. Next pay-per-view is going to be Hell in a Cell, I believe. And that's more of the Dudleys type. I could, I could see them putting, you know, a rematch of this this match in Hell in a Cell. Oh, yeah. You know, having a Hell in a Cell tag team With tables. Match. Right. Yeah. So I'm thinking maybe. Or maybe they even throw a wrench in it and put it, do a TLC uh, Hell in a Cell. Yeah, I mean, it could be something like that. I don't, I don't know if they do TLC yet because. There's actually a. There's actually the TLC match is usually the the December one, isn't it? Yeah, it's usually yeah, it's a whole pay per view. That's right. That's right. But 
looking ahead, I'm thinking New Day takes this one, and then Dudley's get their shot back and more of a stipulation match. Gotcha. Okay. So I'm going New Day. So we had two of us take Dudley's, the other two took New Day. What is the next match, Mr. Mike? The one that everybody's looking forward to, Ziggler and Rusev. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I am so over this feud. This feud is a waste. I'm gonna, Ziggler's going to win. That, let's just get it through that quickly. We don't even need to talk about that much. <laughs> They're talking about, I, I on uh, WrestleZone.com, uh, some of the sources on there were talking about that that feud is probably going to end sooner than expected because of the wrist in- injury to Lana. To Lana, yeah. You know, Lana, and I'll say this about Lana real quick. She seems to be the only one that's really keeping, that's really sticking to kayfabe. Yeah, she's keeping her Russian accent and Keep, everything. Right, and like, and uh, yeah, keeping the Russian accent. She she uses Twitter as a platform to keep kayfabe going, which mm-hmm. I think I've heard this said before. I think Josh McLean said it on KO Radio, Twitter is the, like the last vestige of kayfabe. Yeah, because you got guys like her, and you got um, who's the guy from the Vaude Villains? Uh, Simon Gotch. Simon Gotch. He keeps he keeps kayfabe going on it. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> the Vaude villains tweet some of that. The, the, so those guys are stuff. hilarious. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I'm gonna t- I'm gonna take Ziggler <laughs> to win this match. George, who do you have? I'm gonna go with Ziggler, but here it goes. Summer late times on Rusev. Okay, mm, I can. Okay. I I can believe that coming, and then does, when Lana comes back, does she go back to Rusev? Yeah, I, I think it was on Russell's own uh, where they were talking about how uh, some officials in the company don't think that Lana and Rusev have done well without each other. They look weak. So it's not finalized, but they're hoping to bring them back together. So, yeah, I, I go with Summer Rae Tynan, and Ziggler becomes a heel. Yeah, I can see it. I, I I can see it. That's all I really want to say about that match. I I really could care. I'm I'm at the point now where I just don't care about this. Ziggler just kind of stalled out since that Survivor Series win. We got the concussion killed it. Yeah, he got yeah. Con- that Survivor Series win put him over like a mug though. Yeah, he was, was so over the next night, and well, then they just they dropped the ball big time on that. I'm sure it's Cena and Kevin Dunn working together. Next match. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we're gonna go the uh, the Wyatt family against Reigns, Ambrose, and the right. mystery partner. So before we make our prediction on the actual match winner, let's who do, who are we are we predicting to be the third guy? Hopefully not Eric Rowan. Uh, that was uh, Eric Rowan is not ready to return from injury. Yeah, I didn't so. think he was, but yeah. There's always the rumor, of course. Yeah, yes. that's uh, that was they touched that on WrestleZone.com as well. And that would um, be weird anyway because he had kind of just got back with Luke Harper before he got injured. Yeah, so it'd be weird. They for were kind of doing a tag team thing again, yeah. weren't they? Yeah. yeah. So, but um, I mean, there's been tons of rumors of who it could be. Yeah. I don't know. I don't. I don't. I. I. It's. They've kept a good secret on it. They've kept a good lid on it. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I mean, usually by this point we know who it is. Yeah. Because um, I mean, but I will say this: there is a guy who has been wrestling on house shows recently, who's not wrestled on the main roster or not wrestled on TV in a while, and it's Chris Jericho. Yeah, he was. He's one of the rumors. Uh, oh, that'd be so awesome. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> He's one of the rumors. Uh, they've said The Rock could mm-hmm. be one because of Roman Reigns, but then they're saying that probably wouldn't be The Rock because he only comes back for like a really good yeah. good reason. Yeah, they're not going to waste a Rock appearance on they a six-man tag match. Right. Every, every Rock appearance on pay-per-view costs you like $6 million or some shit like that. Yeah. So. yeah. My official prediction for the third man Baron Corbin is going to be called up and will be in this match. That's who I'm picking. Uh, they touched on that on WrestleZone.com yeah, as well. They too. said he was not ready. Yep. I, yeah. I, that sm- Blowing smoke. Yeah. Baron Corbin will be the third guy. That's a possibility. My my pick, Kane. This is where he comes back, and he's the monster to go against Braun Strowman. Okay. Didn't Chris Jericho have an angle with Bray uh, a while back? He had a, he had a couple of really good matches with him. Yeah. Okay. It was like a two- or three-month little program, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. Uh, they had like a two- or three-month pay-per-view deal. Yeah. Yeah. <coughs> so, George, who's your prediction for the third man? It's hard to predict this one, but if I was booking it, I don't know how to make how it would make sense. But you got you got this big man. You need a big man to kind of act it. Bring back Kane. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I said. Yeah. Yeah. The Kane thing makes sense. Daniel, did you make a prediction on the third man? Chris Jericho. Chris Jericho. Yeah. So I said Corbin Kane for Me Mike and George, and, George and, and then yeah. okay. I'll say Chris Jericho. I just don't see Chris. Chris, I think Chris Jericho has more fun just doing live events yeah. than he is doing anything in front of a camera. He'd come back with a one one yeah. night shot. You yeah. Know. yeah. I, hey, I'd love to see it because you're looking at the, one of the biggest Chris Jericho marks ever. Yeah. And I have no problem. Thought you'd be the first but one to jump out with sense. that. <laughs> <laughs> Do what? How would it make sense? It's Chris Jericho. It doesn't have to make sense. So Chris Jericho. His little small self up against this big man is just gonna well, you got, turn the table. You got Roman Reigns that can handle Braun Strowman. He hasn't been able to so far. Do what? He hasn't. Been he hasn't been able to, been so able to yet. Well, <laughs> yeah, he's right. He hasn't been able to yet. That's why I'm saying. I mean, Kane, it, I mean, need, Kane makes sense. Guy. I just, I think mine is more of a hopeful prediction. But oh yeah, yeah. I just, I, I, I think it's. Speaking of Kane, he's been doing a bunch of fundraisers in Knoxville. Yeah. He lives outside of Knoxville, and uh, he's been doing a bunch of fundraisers and stuff. I've been seeing a lot of stuff pop up on. Uh, and he's and he owns, like, an insurance yeah. company he's out an there. an insurance agent. <laughs> yeah. I hope they sell good fire insurance. But, um, <laughs> yeah. All right, now let's do our official prediction on the match. I think the – I think – Kind of it kind of depends on who comes back, right? Yeah, who, right. who is that? Third I mean, person. if it's Kane, I could see the faces going over. But I'm going to say Bray Wyatt. I think the Wyatt family is going to go over on this one, mainly because they're going to book Braun Strowman as an unstoppable force, right? And no matter who they bring back, they just won't be able to stop this monster. Yeah, they need to. They need to put the the Wyatt family over. I'm going with Wyatt. George. Uh, no matter who it is, I'm going with the wide family. Um, just because I, I get the feeling that it's time for that heel turn for Roman Reigns. Yeah, I can I can agree to that, Mike. Nah, I'm going Wyatt on this one. So we all went Wyatt's. Yeah, we're all working together again. Good job. <laughs> Next up, we have the is that the Divas title match? I think Divas Championship. Oh, I think I'm getting excited for this match, <laughs> mainly because. My official prediction is that title will not be around the waist of Nikki Bella by the end of the night. I hope it's not. 
Because they, they, they've be. already put the, you know, can't lose it on, or you can yeah, still lose it on disqualification or count out. So Twin know. Magic can't you screw her over anymore. Right. Rosie, Mi- or not Rosie Mendez, um, Alicia Fox. You right. know, PC Team PCB is going to get involved with this one. Becky and Paige are going to beat the hell out of Bree and Alicia. Mm-hmm. I, I I just I think the smartest decision here, especially after the way they booked the finish of this Overall, match Monday, yeah. it has to be Charlotte Flair going over. Yeah, there's got to be. Nope. Nope. You don't nope. think so? Nope. Wow. What What has been building for the last few weeks? Have you noticed Paige? She's slowly getting upset and more upset over Charlotte getting the title shot and her having all these all these losses to Sasha. At some point, it's going to boil over and she's going to turn on on Charlotte. Will it be Monday? I mean, Sunday, or will it be the next pay per view? So right now, for me, I see it as Charlotte losing because of Paige interfering. Hmm. That's an interesting thought. Now, you say that, but one thing I noticed Monday night on Raw was um, Paige was getting chants going for Charlotte. Oh, yeah. So, you know, the, I, I don't know. It, it, I like that booking, though. That's that's you should, you should I think you should be writing for the WWE right now, George. You can join the team of 800 writers they have. <laughs> yeah. Um, you can be the one in 31. <laughs> <laughs> Mike? I mean, you have, you have to also have to think about the whole Bella thing. Yes, she broke the record. How bad would it look if she loses the title right after she breaks the record? I really don't think they care as long as the AJ Lee is as not As long the as AJ Lee isn't yeah. the record holder anymore. Right. I don't. I really don't think they care. I don't. They think just they wanted to get either. past that number, and then they'll start over with somebody else. Mike? I think Charlotte's got to win it now. Charlotte. Okay, so George took. Yeah, they they passed the number. So George is the only one that took Nikki Bella to win due to page interference. I like it. I like that angle. I just I think it's time that that title changed hands and may may actually get defended every once in a while. You know, I, yeah. didn't they have a rule in the WWE that every title has to be defended within thirty days? Yeah, yeah. And, and she has been defending it, but she, not against anybody who could take it away from her. She hasn't defended that title. Yes, she has. No. When, when was the last no. time? She defended it Beast in the East, but that was in yeah. June, July, wasn't it? I know it's well, been it's over. July the fourth, exactly. Yeah. July the fourth. So it's been it's been two months since she's defended that. Because at SummerSlam there wasn't a title match. Right. It was a triple threat team diva thing. Yeah. So we'll look that up later. Yeah. Next yeah. match. I see title. Ryback, Kevin Owens. This is the time mm-hmm. that Kevin Owens wins a title. Yeah. Let's hope the Intercontinental title curse does not come to bite Kevin Owens in the ass. I'm so excited. <laughs> I, you know, Ryback, Ryback has grown on me a little bit, but I just like Kevin Owens so much more. I like him as a heel. You know, I know Dan is not his biggest fan. I know Golden Boy Greg Anthony, if you're listening, you're not the biggest Kevin Owens fan. <laughs> I like the guy, and if they wanted to build him up to be something, this is where you need to start with it. This is put the icy strap on him, George. I just wait on George. Kevin Owens, like you said, if you want to keep him being one of the top tier, or not top, or second tier guys, 
you better give him that title. As much as people like Robbe, there's still something missing there. I agree. Like, I, don't, I agree. I don't fully connect with him. Yeah, I, I'm, I, I, I completely agree. I get that they like him, but he's, he's not somebody that you go pay and watch. Right. People will pay, people will pay to see Kevin Owens lose. That's what you want from a heel. Yep, kind of like Eddie Gilbert. Hmm? 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 Outside of Seth Rollins, who is a bigger heel in the company right now? Uh, Kevin Owens. Yep. Or the authority. The authority came out as yeah, that kind was, of face on Raw. They were neutral. I won't say complete face. They were neutral. Because the heel, uh, New Day is supposed to be a heel. Right. So it should have been two heels partying together, but instead it was like the most over segment right. But, I mean, even before <laughs> New Day came out, you know, everything they were doing in the ring, I mean, it was like for the fans. I mean, they it gave was us, for Memphis. They gave, mean, us, they gave us Sting versus the Big Show. Yeah. Your prediction on the match? Come on, do Again, it. I'm kind of torn because, okay, yeah, I, I definitely think Kevin Owens should win. He should win. It's time to finally, you know, give him some, you know, I guess WWE credibility, you know, give him a title. But the only reason I'm kind of up in the air about it is because of how quickly they threw this this match together. I mean, it's not been a feud. It's, I mean, what, a one-week buildup for the match? And... It's kind of hard to see. It's kind of hard to see them just giving the title to somebody who just shows up, you know, the Monday before the pay per view and says, "Hey, I'm challenging for the title now." I agree. I agree. But I mean, that's a, it's a good point, but I think I, this is a moment you, if you want to make Kevin Owens into some sort of a star, this is the match to do it in. Dan. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna go with Kevin Owens. Um, you know, Ryback, I I like that the Ryback character has evolved. I really do. Um, <clears throat> but for Kevin Owens to come in and beat John Cena, you know, they got to give him something right. to prove that he's right. still the guy that beat John Cena. I mean, that you know, when they first started selling his shirts, he was selling merchandise like crazy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. This is a chance just to – it gives you – I don't know. It gives you a chance to build a legitimate heel, more legitimate heel, other than Seth Rollins. Right, right. All right. What is and that? Not only, did, not only did he beat John Cena, he beat him clean. Yep. Yeah, that's true. That was a hellacious match too. Wow. All, all three of them. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Still not as good as Becky Bailey or Becky no. and Sasha Banks. No. Mm-hmm. Bailey, um, Sasha Banks, yeah. not Becky. Bailey. Anyway. Yeah. What does that bring us to? All right. The United States, because we can't say U.S. United States Championship match. Seth Rollins, John Cena. All right. So they're fighting for the U.S. strap. <laughs> uh, <laughs> strap is another banned WWE term. Yeah. You you can't say DQ or U.S. either. I was banned from saying strap too. Really? On uh, any time I any time I held a title belt, I was banned from saying strap. Well, that's weak. Uh, could you say belt? I could say championship belt. Oh. Okay. okay. Anyway. Uh man, I I think this may have a chance to be a rough night for Seth Rollins because I don't think he's gonna walk out U.S. title champion or with the United States Championship. Okay, so you pick him for your team and you're picking him Cena to win the. What the hell's <laughs> happening to me? <laughs> <laughs> this podcast is just changing my life. <laughs> I mean, it could be like a double loss thing. You realize that? 
Yeah. For for Seth Rollins, he could lose both titles in one night. They could make it. They could make the whole world just come crashing down on Seth all of a sudden. I'd like to see the storyline on that. Oh yeah. <laughs> Where he just starts losing it and going berserk and shit. That'd be cool. Throwing like those old uh, Christian tantrums in yes, the Yes, yeah. That was a great time. Great. I love yeah. those Christian tantrums. George, who who do you got to win this match? I'm going with Seth. All right. So you got Seth keeping the US United States Championship. Yes. Why? Because because of the of his next match. Because of the next match. Yeah. Okay. Because no. of his other match. That may, uh, I guess. I just think it's going to be a rough night for him, and this is going to start like the authority turning on Seth. I just hope this isn't the main event, like they've been talking yeah, about. I don't want. I want the world title. All right, um, Mike. Yeah, I think Cena's taking it back. Uh, it's a tough call. This one's actually a tough call for me because do you keep the do you keep the title on Seth and let him get more heat? You know, which at this point he's getting super heat. <laughs> Nuclear. Nuclear, yeah. Um, he hasn't reached Vicky Guerrero level yet. Right. Well, no, so. no, one will, no, no one will reach Rick, Vicky Guerrero. Yeah. Which uh, I'll touch on that in a second. That's a rant I need to. Uh, anyway. It's <laughs> so, so um, not true. It's not true. Whenever <laughs> Evil Logan comes to the main roster, you hear so many boos. <laughs> like, you hear the you hear the NXT crowd. No uh, one likes it. Yeah. 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 I, I can see her getting wicked level heat. Yeah. Dana, Dana Brooke. Yeah, is that who? That is who you said, right? Dana Brooke. No, Eva Marie. Eva, Eva Marie. Marie. Oh, yeah. oh, god. Eva Marie. You know, they're not. Okay, we can talk about this for just a sec. When they, <laughs> the problem I had what they did with Eva Marie is they had her cut, come out and cut live promos on the NXT crowd mm-hmm. before she was making her come back to the ring. Yeah, I would have done pre-taped vig- vignettes, you know, of her training, of her cutting promos. Then, because then yes. can, she can get some sort of direction while she's cutting those promos. And then people would actually shut up and listen. Yes, right. yes, because when she comes out there and starts talking, and people are just booing her. Because they know how terrible she is as a wrestler. You know, and you know what? One thing I'll respect about Eva Marie is she is making a conscious effort to try and get better. Yeah. I mean, she's not resting on her laurels just because the WWE wants her to be something. And I really sincerely hope somebody gave her an ultimatum. Like, learn how to wrestle or get the hell out of here. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. I, I, don't, I don't think that that would have changed anything because... We know from the show that she doesn't really want to be a wrestler. She wants to be a model. The only way she can keep her name in the spotlight is to learn how to wrestle. Yeah. So we don't we don't see that passion for the business. We see her as an imposter. Yep. Yep. Yeah, and it, had they, I think, it, had they done the pre-recorded vignettes, it would have made a, a major difference. Yeah. I, I I just I can't see it not helping. Um, what they're trying to do with her. Um, yeah, I don't the know. crowd already behavior. Right, and I, it, and I think part of that is that to- total divas crap too. Yeah, 
Oh, yeah. If people would realize that, like, yeah, that's just as scripted as a storyline you're seeing in the ring every week. It's not a true reality show just like all that other. Hey, she's a victim of the show's writing. Yeah. Is what she is now. If if that is the case, then she's a victim of the show's writing. Right. You know? Right. So, I mean. That show could have been so much better had they not made it just like every other e-reality. When they first announced it, I was like, this could be a chance to actually see them behind the scenes and with their relationships, not in scripted storyline angles of Natalia texting her ex-boyfriend or whatever while that... I love how we have went from John Cena to Total yeah, let's, let's What does that wait. say? Wow. Let's, <laughs> what do we have left? It's, the like world? The seven, it's the seven degrees of Kevin Bacon, except for it's John Cena. <laughs> yeah. so John Cena was on Total Divas. So. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> let's get to, I think that leaves the world heavyweight title match, right? What did you, uh, did you, make did you actually give the prediction? Uh, I think we kind of interrupted in the middle. Yeah. Well, who cares? It's Dan. That's right. No, I'm just kidding. That's I'm just kidding. <laughs> who gives a <laughs> shit? Um, <laughs> um, oh god, man, that's a tough one to call. I'd say Cena. Mm-hmm. I'll say I'll I'll go ahead and say Cena. Are we saying Cena like actually gets the title? I think he's leaving with the title. I think he's leaving with the title because that's what I thought. I think he's getting the title. All right. Uh, so that does that take us to world heavyweight title yeah, match? That's it. All right. All right. So. I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to br- drop a bombshell. I think we're going to see another triple threat match happen with Sheamus cashing in. Sting will pin Sheamus for that title so that Seth Rollins doesn't take the loss. They're not doing shit with Sheamus anyway. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I don't see. All right. I, I, I do kind of expect Sheamus to cash in, but I don't think he's going to do it Seth Rollins style and get in the match. I think Sting will win. And then Sheamus will cash in on him, and then that puts Sheamus as a mega heel because he. So he goes over if he cashes in. Right. He gets the title. Yeah. He'll he'll take it from Sting. You know, Sting can say he won his title. You know, the WWE title, but then moments later, Sheamus takes it from him. Yeah. Sets up for a match at Hell in a Cell. Right. Or the Hell in a Cell so, match will be where Sheamus cashes in. So if you go by my booking, Seth Rollins is going to have a horrible night. Uh, Mike, you're making it sound like he's going to have an all right night. Dan? Uh, There's been so many screw job finishes to these Seth Rollins matches. Um, and just when I think they're running out of screw job finishes, <laughs> they pull one out of their ass, let me tell you. So um, I'm going to say Seth Rollins actually keeps the world title through some screwed up weird right. finish. And... Uh, because you got to keep thinking your Hell in Cell is the next one. Right. It's the next. It might be. It might even be through somebody's interference. Right. You know, so then you you have no interference. You say, oh, I want a Hell in a Cell match. Right. Boom. You got the Hell in a Cell match. So. George? Sting wins the title. Everyone's celebrating. And then we hear Seamus' music. He catches in. And he wins the title. Okay, so anything I said, yeah. yeah, you and Mike are thinking awfully alike tonight. <laughs> there you go. We were both silent. Yeah, there, there, you, go. there you go. Still y'all are just y'all are on the same page all together. Telepathy taking over. Um, <laughs> well, those are our night of champions predictions, uh, guys. Anything else y'all wanted to hit on tonight? I wanted to rant about one thing. Go ahead, because you got the mic. That brought Vicky Guerrero up into my head. Um, <laughs> 
and Vicky, I've heard, you know, she's got she's got a new job is like uh, working for a medical insurance company, I think. And she's recently got engaged and is supposed to be getting married again, I think. Yeah, I saw that. She, and she remarried. She's already remarried. Okay. Well, like there's been some internet backlash for her getting married. And it's like, you know, it's nobody's damn business, you know? Everybody's got this opinion that, oh, she. what would Eddie think? Eddie would be turning his grave. No. Eddie would be happy that she moved on with her life, she found somebody else, and she's happy. Right. That's what Eddie would think. So it's total bullshit, and all these internet keyboard warriors want to get on there, you know, and these little kids who never leave their mom's basement, apparently. <laughs> who don't even know who Eddie Guerrero was. Right. <laughs> Yeah, and be like, oh, I can't believe Vicky remarried. Oh, 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 whatever, you know, get over it. People live their life. People are allowed to live their life. So. Yeah, widowers are allowed to move on. Exactly. So, to me, all you internet guys that are out there writing and posting about Eddie, Vicky Guerrero and Eddie Guerrero's legacy being tarnished because Vicky's remarried or whatever, it's bullshit. Get a life. Get a life. <laughs> Fuck they, off. Are they going up <laughs> on the mountain? They will go on the mountain. <laughs> they are at the top of the mountain. The mountain of that guy can fuck <laughs> off. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, as we like to end every episode, I like to do Superstar of the Week. So, gentlemen, I ask you this. Who is your Superstar of the Week? Oh, my God. <laughs> One day you'll get used to that. Uh, vertigo. <laughs> start with George. George, give us your superstar of the week. You gotta give me warning. Gotta give me some warning. <laughs> when you see the hand reach for the knob, that's your warning. I can't help it. This is radio. We can't see anything. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> You're right here with me. <laughs> oh god. The joys of hosting a podcast. Yes. George, give us okay. your superstar of the week. You know there's a part of me that just wants to scream out Sasha. <laughs> because like she was superstar every week, but I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna ignore that and go with Sting. Sting, good. Because that was a moment I'll never forget. I saw a legend like him live and he slapped my hand. I'm good. <laughs> that yeah, that's <laughs> high five from Sting and eye contact from Sasha. That's a damn good week. <laughs> there you go. And talking to two members of the New Day. <laughs> yeah, George yeah. had a hell of a week for wrestling. Yeah. And wait, wait, wait. And she favorited my tweet. She knows I exist. <laughs> there yeah. you go. Yeah. Yeah. You're, we you're wearing her down, buddy. <laughs> Dan, give me your superstar of the week. I'll give. I'll. I'll get two. I'll get John Cena and Sting for that after show for uh, very for good Raw and what they did for the kid and everything. I was going to say the kid who beat Kansas. I can't remember her name. Kiara. Yeah, uh, that was my pick. Cool. I am going to go just to be different and give someone we're talking about. I'm going to say Charlotte Flair because she was she got a massive pop yeah. when we thought she won the title, and I thought she put on a great performance. That was a great match. Yes. And yes, it was. going to be even bigger yeah. when it's legit She's gonna be, Sunday. It, uh, hopefully. Hopefully, unless John Cena puts a kibosh on Nikki finally dropping the title. I don't think he can anymore. No. <laughs> I, I think, think they're like, John, we've done I it think enough. With the record, I know, I pulled up the record numbers. I pulled up the record numbers. You want to hear the record numbers right quick? 
Let's sure. do this right quick. Just right quick. We've got, we're, we're at the end here. We can yeah, do this. we can do whatever we want. All right. So, all right. In her... Don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> in her 270 days as Divas Champion, and this uh, this was like 30 days ago, I think, that this was posted. So Nikki Bella has had 98 matches of those 98. 45 have been tag matches. And one was a battle royal. She's had 13 non-title singles matches, all of which were televised on Raw, SmackDown, and Main Event. She's defended the title 39 times. 28 of those defenses were at house, house shows. shows. Yep. Four Aww. have been on Raw, one was on SmackDown, and six have been on pay-per-view. Special events. So, like, uh, so 10, 11 televised, is that what I heard? 11 televised title defenses? Yeah. In four, 272 four have, days? Let's see, four have been on Raw, one was on SmackDown, six have been on pay-per-view. Yep. So, yeah. 11, uh, 200 and what, it was like 272 days, right? And 11 televised. He says he could be missing a pay-per-view because some, some other people's list says seven pay-per-views. Yeah. Well, so that's an extra 11, 12 out of 272 days is horrible. Last televised title of events was at Beast in the East. <laughs> <laughs> she should have dropped that title already due to, due as to for rules. Okay, now, as for AJ Lee's 295 days with the title, she had 114 total matches. 48 of those were tag matches. She had 34 non-title singles matches. She defended the title 32 times. 19 of those defenses were at house shows. One was on Raw. Three were on SmackDown. One was on Main Event. One was on NXT. And seven were on Pay-Per-View. So they're really just not booking. <laughs> so when you think about it, I mean, taking out the, the house shows, I mean... I mean, that's almost, you know, once a month averaging or so. Mm-hmm. I mean, just however they, they book it. You know, it may be two in a month because of SmackDown or something, but it's really not as bad as I thought. See, I don't even really count house shows. No, no. I don't count oh, house shows at all because not everybody knows about house they shows. They don't advance storylines. Right. Oh, let's, 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 let's take a trip back to memory lane here. Do you remember the time the Rockers won the tag titles? No, you don't. No. <laughs> because the Rockers won the tag titles – at a house show. Christian once beat Booker T for a title at a house show that they, I think Booker T got hurt, so they had he came out on Raw the next night after that house yeah, show. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. I remember so, that. like, the Rockers, back in the 80s sometimes, they beat the Hart Foundation for the tag team titles. During the match, I think, like, the middle rope broke or something crazy happened like that. So mm -hmm. it was like one of the ropes broke. Um, so then they said, okay, well – the Rockers go on to win the match and win the WWF tag titles at the time. So then, like, something happened. And this was when WWF was all pre-recorded and everything. Right, so, right, right. So they could wipe the slate clean anytime they wanted to, you know. And the only people who knew any better were the people who were actually were watching it live, you know. So they could wipe the slate completely clean and, you know, not have to worry about anything. So, like, something happened within, like, the, the 15 to 30 days before – this show aired they just restarted everything and they're like the hearts ended up with the tag titles again and their official explanation was that the the ring rope broke so after that it wasn't an official match so that was no their official contest. explanation yeah. yeah it was a no contest so then they reversed the decision back to the Hart foundation was the tag team titles right but you never heard about it on tv ever Ever. 
So anytime anybody who was in attendance was the one to bring it, I saw the Rockers win the tag titles. That's a bunch of crap, you know. Nope. Wasn't an official WWF tang- sanctioned tag match because the ropes broke. <laughs> Weak. <laughs> All right. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong about this. But this is the only time they've acknowledged a title change of hands at a house show when Diesel beat Bob Backlund. I think so. Yeah, I think, yeah. Because that was a WWF title match. Golly. That's so long ago, man. Yeah, yeah. Well, we're going to wrap it up for this week. George, thank you so much for coming on the show. Hope you had a good time talking with us. I had a great time, except when you picked Jack Swagger. (laughs) (laughs) That's going to throw everyone for loop, but I think he'd be a good up-and-coming guy if he just could get some TV time. He's been there how long now? Yeah, really. At what point are you not up and coming? You're just there. That's where you are. <laughs> That's right. Well, yeah, there, there was at one time, there was like a, a count on how long JTG had worked for the company and not been seen on TV at all. Oh, Lord. <laughs> I wow. remember that. I remember that. It was like, if you ever wonder, you know, if you ever wonder, it was like, uh, it was something about, you know, if you ever wonder where all your missing superstars are, are you know, you know, just just remember, you know, it was something like JTG has been with the WWE for 116 days, but not on TV. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, we are going to wrap it up for this week. Be sure you're following us on Twitter. We are at Oversell Podcast. I am at Trope Nuts. I am at One Dangerous Dan. At Wolf Mike 23. And I'm at Crunkbook 41. Be sure you head over to oversellpodcast.com and do some shopping on the Amazon link. Thank you for subscribing and downloading on iTunes. Hey, if you're listening to us on iTunes, head over to and give us a quick uh, rating and review. Give us five stars. Leave us a couple of comments. Tell them what we're doing good. And if we're not doing anything so good, tell us nicely. That is it for this week. We will talk to you next week. Next week, we I've got a, we got a super huge show lined up for next week. Guys, we're going to be talking to Dustin Starr and Derek King in the same night. These are two of the biggest names, I think, in wrestling right now in Memphis, Dan. Mm-hmm. Do you, would that be Dustin Starr and Derek King? Yes. And we're going to be talking to them in one night next week right here on the Oversell Podcast. And I, I know both of them. That's going to be very interesting. <laughs> <laughs> well, luckily, I think it's we're not going to have them one at the same time because yeah. I think that could get violent on yeah, the show. Yeah, that might do that. You, want, you wouldn't get a word in edgewise, I don't think. <laughs> but maybe they can cut a quick promo on, a, on the show. But maybe. Next week, Derek King, Dustin Starr. Be sure to check it out. This is the Oversell Podcast.